Hey guys, welcome to the Anti-Macro Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Diana Lee. I spent years steeped in diet culture, obsessively weighing, measuring, and tracking my food. In 2019, I ditched macro tracking for good, and now I've made it my mission to help you swap diets for real food freedom. It's time to unfuck your mindset and stop letting food control you. Let's dive in. One of my clients, Heather, has access to an in-body scan at her local F45 gym, and we've been using it to track her progress. A few weeks ago, we did a check-in on the scan and she was not happy with what she saw, but it became a really great coaching opportunity that I felt would be super cool to share here on the podcast. Now for some background, Heather has been working with me since January. She has a goal of losing fat and building muscle, which is what we're using the scanner to track. We began tracking this data in May and the most recent scan I'll be referencing was taken June 30th, though she did have some earlier scans that she had done while she was at the gym before we kind of agreed that we would be tracking it. So we at least had that data. Now, prior to taking these scans, she has been working really, really hard on mending her relationship with food. So we started the year with increasing her carb intake, which helped to reduce her binge tendencies because she was actually finally feeling really well fed. We also removed restriction from the equation by giving her permission to eat whatever she wanted if she truly wanted it. And she found out that she had a lot more control over her indulgences when she had that permission. Now, the number one thing that we've worked on during our time together has been stress management. Heather has some personal life stressors that are just simply unavoidable at this time. And she's been learning how to prioritize her self-care even when those stressors are rearing their ugly head at her. Previously, Heather admits that when these stressors would come up in her life, she would let her nutrition go to the wayside. But now she's learned how to harness a slew of strategies that enable her to stay on track. Now, all of this work that we've put into the first four months together is what has enabled us to set our sights on chasing body composition goals. I knew that Heather was now in a good place where she was able to be consistent enough with her habits that we could absolutely make some serious gains. Previously, Heather's in-body scans were showing some really great progress. So earlier this year at the end of January, like I mentioned, Heather had done her first scan at the gym before we were necessarily intentionally tracking this. But then seven weeks later, she reported that through a lot of the work together that we've done, she had lost one pound and she had gained a pound and a half in muscle. Now she was stoked about these results. And she was just totally floored that they came at a time when we had increased her food intake and actually decreased some of her exercise. So in May, then her gym was holding another challenge and Heather used that as an opportunity to use their in-body scanner again so that she could see what additional progress she could make in that next six-week span. Six weeks later on June 30th, she did her next scan and she came back to me being actually pretty disappointed in her results, which was a stark contrast from how elated she was after the progress she saw earlier this year. Here's the raw data that Heather was looking at. First, her total body weight had gone up by 1.4 pounds. Second, her skeletal muscle mass had gone up by 0.7 pounds. And third, her body fat mass went up by 0.5 pounds. In her weekly check-in to me, she admitted that her mindset took a hit from reading the scan and reading her results. She acknowledged that while she gained weight, some of that was muscle, which is a good thing. 
but she was disappointed to not see the fat percentage going down. Not seeing her physical weight or the body fat percentage go down was kind of ruining for her that win of the muscle gain. And I could totally understand how Heather felt. After all, doing weigh-ins can actually be really triggering. Not all of my clients track their weight for that very reason. In Heather's mind, she had been working really hard toward a specific goal and her efforts were not paying off, seemingly. At this point, this is where many of you either give up or change course because when you don't see weight lost and instead see weight gained, you become scared. And this is where it's helpful to have a coach's eye on your data for interpretation. And this is like a non-biased interpretation, right? A lot of times you're looking at your data and there's a lot of feeling and emotion and self-worth tied to that. And that can heavily impact how you read that data versus for me, of course, I want the best possible results for my clients. And of course, I want to see them progressing. And I want to see that progress in data points as well. But I am at least emotionally removed from it to a point where I can look at this data and read it for the information that it's providing without necessarily having emotion tied to it. So I looked at her in body scan in depth as well as all the action steps that we were taking at that time in her health journey. And I helped her put things into perspective a little bit more. For starters, what we have to understand about gaining muscle is that it cannot be done without gaining some fat. We can absolutely minimize the fat that is gained in the process, but we cannot eliminate it entirely. When you see lean individuals on, let's say, social media, you're rarely seeing what it took to get to where they are, which usually involves cycles of muscle building periods and cutting periods. The muscle building periods are times in which you consume more food with the intention of building muscle. And the cutting periods are then when you just use enough of a calorie deficit to burn the fat gained while ideally maintaining the muscle mass that you built. With that background information in mind, it makes sense that Heather gained some fat with her muscle gain. Something else that I pointed out was that this happened in a six-week period. Six weeks in the grand scheme of body recomposition is actually a very, very short period of time. Putting on muscle is a slower process than weight loss can often be, or at least maybe not necessarily slower, but less dramatic, less like there's not a whole lot that we can take away from versus with weight loss. You guys are looking at a number on the scale and you'll see that number moving ideally in that like progress. Right. But with muscle gain, it's just such a different process and it doesn't have a lot of that instant gratification that sometimes reading the scale can provide. So that said, putting on muscle is truly a slower process. And I highlighted for Heather, a reminder of how awesome it was to gain almost a pound in muscle in such a short period of time. There were other stats that were provided by her scan that Heather was also overlooking as well that I helped bring to light. The first is that I noticed her BMR or her basal metabolic rate went up by nine kcals. Your BMR represents the number of calories your body burns at rest. So this is the minimum amount of calories essentially required to help keep you alive and performing necessary bodily functions. An increase in lean muscle mass, as we saw in Heather's scan, can contribute to raising your BMR, and a higher BMR signals improved metabolic health. 
So what I highlighted for Heather here is that with an increase in her lean muscle, we're also seeing an increase in BMR, which means an improvement in her metabolic health, which is a win that might not be sexy, but is a win nonetheless. Now, in addition, I noticed that her total body water had also increased by 0.6 pounds. The total body water is the sum of the water located within the cells and the water outside of the cells. Typically, total body water will increase when lean muscle mass increases because muscle retains more water in the body. This water weight is factored into your total weight. So it's worth noting that while her total weight had increased, an increase in water retention did contribute to this. In essence, what I explained to Heather is that the data, while it's not showing exactly what she had hoped, was still showing good signs of improvements. But beyond just the data, we also had to acknowledge what was really going on within that six-week period. Was Heather fully compliant with her plan? Were there changes being made? And what kind of factors were in play during this period of time? The answer is that we actually changed quite a bit during this six-week period. The first thing that we changed was that previously Heather had been doing her workouts fasted. This is not really ideal, especially considering the high stress that Heather is regularly exposed to. So we made the move to fuel her before her workouts instead. This process did take some trial and error to figure out what worked best. And at times the adjustment did cause Heather to exceed her carbohydrate goal. Another change that we made was in relation to our protein intake. We had begun to increase her protein consumption while minimizing her carbs. And this has been a real challenge for her. She was at five portions of protein per day using the hand portion method, and we were looking to increase her to six portions, which is admittedly a challenge. I cover this a lot in my protein episode that I did one or two episodes ago, and I really broke down how this can be tricky and then how you can actually be more successful with it. She had a couple weeks where she was really struggling to hit that protein goal, and only in the couple of weeks leading up to her scan was she finding more of a rhythm with that increased protein intake. But as you can see, between the carbs and the protein, we had some moments of trial and error, which led to some inconsistency. It was by no means Heather's lack of hard work, but simply having to adjust to changes that we had made along the way. The last change that happened was Heather signed on for my workout programming train with confidence to do in tandem with F45. My programming focuses more on strength training with some conditioning, which differs from F45's more high intensity boot camp style classes. With a slight change in her workout style, we were changing another variable along the way that's just simply worth notating. With all of this information presented to Heather, I wanted her to be able to acknowledge the wins that she made along the way and why having increased body weight and increased body fat percentage did not necessarily mean that she was not on the road to progress. It was important for her to see that the effort that she has been making was absolutely worth it and that the process is working, but this was such a small period of time in the grand scheme of all of the work that we've done together, and there's so much more to come. After the evaluation of this last scan, we agreed to do another one in about eight weeks from then. Now that Heather is finding more consistency with the changes that we had made in her nutrition and her fitness routine, we felt that doing another scan in about two months without making any major changes within that period of time would continue to unveil the story of Heather's health journey and let us know if we are actually doing the right things to achieve the results that she truly wants. 
If there's any takeaways I want you to take from this episode, it's going to be these here. One, do not always take your body weight at face value. Weight gain is not inherently bad, while weight loss is not inherently good either. It's important to look at any other kinds of data and information to judge your progress and success. You may not have an in-body scan available to do so, but other ways that you can judge your success is through how your clothes fit, body recomposition photos, measurements, tracking your weights lifted and PRs in the gym, and how you feel in your body on a daily basis. Two, six weeks is a very short period of time in the grand scheme of a health and fitness journey. If you're looking to build muscle or strength and possibly lose weight, this takes months, if not years, depending on what the end goal is. Keep showing up, keep doing the work, day in and day out, and stay consistent, and those results will come. And three, if you're not seeing the results that you expect, look at why. I think a lot of times we can get really caught up in the number on the scale and turn to restriction to manipulate that number, but we really need to look at ourselves and address whether or not we are being consistent. Now, this doesn't have to be a blame game though, but I think it helps to address that if there are things going on in your life and times when you struggled that you could have impacted your results. When we acknowledge the actions that are playing part in our results with a clear head, then we can feel empowered to take intentional action moving forward. Now that's a wrap on today's episode of the Anti-Macro Podcast. I'm happy I was able to share this client experience with you to provide more insight into my coaching and what my clients are achieving with me. I never want to shy away from sharing results that may show weight gain or fat gain because I want to show the reality of the process in a very neutral light. My purpose here is not to make smaller humans, but to make healthier humans. Heather is one of those clients who serves as an example of someone I'm incredibly proud to work with because she truly has had to overcome so much during this process, but she has learned how to care for herself through the highs and lows. And that to me is the greatest win that she's achieved of them all. Her results aren't some super dramatic before and after transformation, and it's truly been a slow grind. A lot of her transformation has come in the form of her habits and behaviors. And honestly, if you ask me, those are the most important transformations that I create here. Thank you for taking your time to listen, and I will catch you next week. Thank you for tuning in to listen to the Anti-Macro Podcast. I am so happy to be a part of your health journey. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You're now one step closer to ditching diet culture and finding real food freedom.